The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley, and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenbeld and Roy Hoiskies. Hello, Happy New Year to all of you, and welcome to another State of Search radio show. I'm Boss Vandenbeld, and with me as usual, my good friend Roy. Hey, Roy. Hey, Boss. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Yeah, same best wishes to you as well. Yeah, we uh, missed uh, two uh, weeks off show um, yeah. because of uh, holiday stuff and uh, traveling stuff. You went to Berlin to uh, yes. meet, meet up with Avert, our good friend Avert. Um, how was that? It was really fun. I had, good. A, I had a good time. Good, good. Berlin's a great city. It was uh, pretty icy as well. <laughs> yeah, it was it's like totally cold 25 centimeters of snow, something like that. You're kidding? So that much? Wow. Yeah, it was a lot. I mean, it, there was a lot of snow over here, but there was even, uh, I think, that the, yeah, there was a lot of it in Berlin as well. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I just fun. came back from uh, from the UK where I uh, spent uh, last week and there was only rain and mist fog mm, nice. there. <laughs> that was like, like, like we're used to. Yeah, that was typical British. I'm uh, quite curious also how the weather's. Uh, well, we we'll always talk about the weather somehow. I don't know what it is, but um, yeah. uh, you, how do you think the weather's in Ireland? Because we can ask uh, Mr. Barry Adams, who's finally joining us on the show. Hi, Barry, are you there? How are you guys? Finally, yes. I'm on the radio. Hey, Barry, have, good to have you on the show. We we tried to have, get Barry on the show before, um, I think, uh, well, several months ago, actually, um, when um, he was listening to the show and in the chat room, which, uh, uh, um, by the way, is open now, so you can join us there and uh, have a good talk and uh, laugh with us. Um, but Barry was in the chat room back then, and then we tried to get him into the show at that point, but uh, that uh, somehow didn't work. But he's he's here now. Um, Barry, what's the weather like in Ireland? Pretty much the same as in the rest of the UK, which means wet and cold, but fortunately it's not snowing anymore. Oh, that's good. So that's uh, that's a start. So um, for those of you who don't know uh, Barry Adams, he's uh, uh, one of the famous uh, uh, State of Search bloggers. He, uh, he's been with us uh, well, almost from the start of State of Search, and before that he also uh, uh, was one of the bloggers uh, together with, uh, uh, well, amongst me, uh, well, amongst others, me uh, at uh, Search Cowboys. Uh, but he does a lot more. Barry, maybe you can uh, introduce yourself, uh, tell our listeners uh, what are you up to on a day-to-day uh, basis. Sure. Um, well, I am originally a Dutchman, even though my name sounds very English, I suppose. But I was born and raised in Eindhoven, and I moved to Northern Ireland about two years ago, where I now work for a local uh, internet marketing company called Pierce Communications. 
Um, I so used to work for the Belfast Telegraph, which is the local newspaper here. That was very educational and a lot of fun as well. But due to downsizing, I now work for a much better company, if you ask me. So uh, you went from in-house uh, SEO to uh, uh, actual, an actual agency? Yes, correct. And I feel much more comfortable there. Because in-house you get to, do, get to deal with a lot of corporate politics. And, and, you know, sometimes it's hard to get stuff done. Whereas if, if you're an agency, you sort of, it's not really your problem if the client actually does what you recommend them to do. Mm. Based on what you write, you don't sound like the real politic kind of guy, so you must feel better at home where That's you are now. That's a big understatement, yes. I'm not really that comfortable with corporate politics. I tend to be a very straightforward kind of guy, I suppose. I tell it like it is, and uh, that doesn't work in uh, old-school political corporate environments. No, true. Um, so what brought you to Northern Ireland in the first place? Uh, my fiancé, actually. He's a Northern Irish lefty. And okay. it, was much, it was much easier for me to move to Northern Ireland than for her to move to the Netherlands, since she doesn't speak a word of Dutch. We haven't taught her Dutch. Well, the thing is, she used to study German in university. So when she tries to speak Dutch, she actually does it with a German accent, and that's very <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so I think we'll prefer to, we'll stick to, to English for now. <laughs> so you got a Northern Irish girl trying to speak Dutch with a German accent. That's that's yes, quite that's very freaky. Trust I, me, very freaky. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a great show. We we don't uh, we're not gonna talk about uh, well, the news stuff, so to speak. Uh, at least uh, I've I've been away for a week, and I've, I I don't know if anything had happened. I don't think uh, a, a lot of uh, news went on. Uh, maybe except for the. Uh, the Facebook investment, uh, which probably has been discussed uh, all over Webmaster Radio in, in, in the past couple of days. Um, but we're going to uh, talk oh, a little hold bit. Hold on. Why is that such a big news? Uh, well, it's, it, is it big news? Well, good, good question. Um, uh, it's, it is big news. A lot of people are writing about it. And I think partly because um, people are kind of feeling there's another internet bubble rising again so a lot of uh, Facebook got a lot of an, a lot of investment 50 yeah, I mean it's 50 billion that's it I mean is that so much for a company like that well it's, they got a hundred dollar uh, per user and I think that's an awful lot of money for a social network that doesn't have that all of its members are not actually active members you know they're not that active online no but in general, I mean, it, it's how much dollars was it per user? Ten. Sorry, Barry. It was. That was I think it translates to a hundred US dollars per user. Fifty billion. Uh, yeah. Well, well, I mean, you could make that off off the users with ads. I mean, with a CPM. Well, you know, if you can make it, if if all the users are active users, but uh, with Facebook, I think a lot of the accounts are inactive accounts. People sign up, are active maybe a couple of weeks, and then maybe come back once every couple of months. It's hard mm, to make money off of I don't know, like that. I don't know. The, the most people I know on Facebook are just on there on a daily, day-to-day basis. But, I mean, I'm biased, of course, because I'm, I'm an internet marketer. So most of yeah, my I friends or familiar people I know or are connected with are, are internet marketers as well. But, I mean, I'm not that shook up by that amount of money. If you see, I mean, Google took, it took Google 10 years to have that stock valuation. 
Yes, I mean, but Google not, is they, they haven't than, paid 50, 50 billion dollars for it. I mean, it's the valuation of it. I mean, if they start to do an IPO, which could be something they they need to be doing this year, I guess. I mean, it could be that they raise these amounts of money. The only problem I think for now is um, the not yet uh, the revenue that isn't there yet. I mean, that, that's the that's, thing with Google. The revenue is actually there, and they can easily make that sort of money of, in a couple of years' time. Whereas with Facebook, I'm not so sure that Facebook can actually live up to that expectation. No, one of the Dutch financial analysts, Kees uh, de Kort uh, from BNR, just had the same same thing. I mean, I, mean, I, I agree with him on that part. I mean, having a buying intention or a searching intention on Google and saying, "Well, I'm looking for this. Please, somebody help me," is something completely different than spending time on your fa- with your friends online. I mean, I, I agree on that part, but if you see what the opportunities are and how hard is it for them to start, um, well, serving ads based on their search intent and, and what's the chances that they are not going to be a search engine in, in the long run? I mean, look at how yeah, many queries think- they've got already and why not put in the same business model as, as Google does? And I think that that's the key of the matter. I think Facebook will have to stop being just a social network and have to start becoming something else if it really wants to monetize its, its value right now. Yeah, but I, I agree on that. And, and, but I don't see that as a problem, and I, and I think they will succeed on it if you, if you see the way they handle things right now. I mean, they handle these kinds of people and these kinds of communities way better than Google ever did before. So I'm, I'm, I have confidence that, that the guys at Facebook can do that. I mean, I, th- I think the biggest issue for Facebook is to overcome the whole privacy, eerie privacy kind of thing. That's, uh, that, that only plays in Europe. Well, no, but it's going to work. It's going to be there in the US and it's going to be there in Japan as well, in, in Asia. I, I, I mean, they they don't even have any crown in Asia, so it it's not even a, a matter of consideration right now. Mm. I mean, if you look at the, the popularity in Asia, it's not too big, is it? I've seen a Wait. map, and I think it wasn't that big over there. Oh, you mean the, the Facebook uh, users? Yeah. yeah, we got we got a map on set of search. Uh, yeah. um, we we actually somewhere. got noted that we're the only f- uh, Western world country that doesn't use Facebook as much. We're the only country that doesn't do that. Yeah, well, we, we use it, but we've level. got hives. No, no, but as much not as much in, in general as being the biggest player or stuff like that. We we got hives. I agree, and that's the reason for it as well. But we're the only developed. Western country that doesn't use Facebook that, uh, as primary network. I mean, that's something weird, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's weird. It says something about the Dutch. things about the Netherlands. Yeah, and I don't know if it's. Uh, I'm still not sure if it's going to be positive or negative that they don't. <laughs> <laughs> What's your pick on that, Barry? My take on what? Sorry. Uh, be it, be it that being positive or negative thing for the Dutch. <laughs> Oh, well, I think it's positive. I mean, we're an example. The Netherlands is an example uh, for many countries in a lot of things that that, uh, that we've done in the past. Uh, even some of the things that some people might say is not necessarily positive. But overall, I think the Netherlands is quite a successful country, at least in, in Ireland and, and the UK in general. I don't think people have any bad thoughts about the Dutch, except when it comes to football sometimes. Okay. By the way, they, uh, one of the reasons, well, actually, there are a couple of reasons why this is such big news. I, I was just um, 
thinking about what I read this morning in the uh, financial, uh, um, the Dutch financial newspaper, the kind of the, the equivalent of the Financial Times in Holland, and they wrote um, on big on the on, on the front page. They said there's a new internet hype uh, coming. Um, and a couple of reasons why they think that. Uh, one of them being that the investor is Goldman Sachs, which is a big uh, bank, and the fact that banks are investing in it is uh, is um, a signal that the financial world is embracing the social networking uh, network systems, which um, might be something where they're going to be putting more money. And the second thing is that the value of Facebook is now estimated at a 50 mil billion, billion dollars. Yeah. Um, and that two weeks ago, it was $41.2 billion. And only half a year ago, it was less than $20 billion. And the force of... Um, yeah, but those valuations, I mean, it, it, let's be honest, those valuations are based on upon a small piece of stock price. And that's it. I mean, it's not even worth actual money. It's not even worth actual stock prices. No, that's it's based true, on a small percentage. I mean, it, there's nobody who. No, well, there, there's not a lot of people. Never say nobody, but there's not a lot of people that can cough up fifty billion dollars to buy Facebook. Some no, but the fact, guy, the fact the that the estimate, the fact that the estimate is that high, and the fact that the estimate goes up that fast, makes that um, people think there might be a bubble. It's exactly because of what you're saying is that um, it, nobody's going to actually pay that kind of money. Yeah, so it's why? virtual money, and virtual money can collapse. So yeah, it, 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 the same with stock prices. I mean, that's that's as virtual as it can get. Yeah. I mean, if I say hey, you have to buy it because it's cool and it's work, it's going up, you're willing to buy it because it's going up, and you're willing to invest in it. I mean, it's the same, the whole same kind of deal. So I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I, I agree. I, I'm. I'm more of maybe. I'm. I'm the positive guy in this one. I mean, maybe um, there's a reason for people now starting to see what enormous power Facebook can have. Well, the, well the, that's, that, the there's one more reason why this is well, so well, a little bit dangerous to say the least, is that when Goldman Sachs invests that kind of money in Facebook, then people are going to be thinking, oh. That's the place where we should be. We're going to be investing in uh, the potential new Facebook. And that's what happened in the bubble. Everybody started uh, investing in projects which were never going to be making money. Uh, and then you've got the bubble which collapsed at, at a certain point. So it's not maybe the actual deal which is made here by Goldman Sachs, but what comes off of it. I don't know. I never trust financial guys anymore. <laughs> did, did you, anymore? So you did. did you? Yeah. So you did. <laughs> yes, when I was young and naive, yes. <laughs> like everybody, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, there was there's somebody saying uh, from the dojo, which is, uh, I think, uh, one of the places where Barry hangs out a lot. Um, that oh, yes, they were talking about Goldman Sachs. <laughs> <laughs> it's too easy. I mean, uh, it, Goldman is just investing their money for clients and for themselves. I mean, if if they if they can create a bubble like this, is is that so wrong? I mean, I don't see the problem with this. I mean, that's that's the whole game of the stock market, I guess. And well, I mean, it, it, they can earn money from investing in something which they don't actually want to invest upon, but 
sends a signal to people. I mean, you can go to jail for that kind of thing. Actually, yep. for, for trade, isn't that the word? <laughs> so, what, what's your prediction on uh, uh, on the coming year, Roy? Are we going to see more of more of these kind of buy-ins or buy-outs or whatever you call them, investments? I don't know. Um, yeah, well, in what are people investing in then? I mean, sure, it's in Facebook, but it's not. It's just in one company. It's not in like ten thousands of companies that only start ripping off each other's business ideas. Like no, but that, that's what I mean with the third issue is that uh, if Goldman Sachs is doing this, other investors will think, "Hey, we have, we've got to invest in a social network too," and they might invest in something which is never going to be working or never going to be making money. Is Twitter making money already? Nope. Uh, well, it's making money, but not enough to build bills, I guess. It's, it's not making a profit yet. No, but it's, so it's is all that, based on investments. Yeah, but is that so hard? I mean, there's no, not still not a business. I mean, they 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 should have come up with a business uh, business model at the end of the year. They said uh, they didn't. But is is that such a big problem for them? I mean, they are they can sell their data. People get pay a good price for it. There, there's no pay, payment yet on the consumer side at all for it. Yeah, I think that's that's exactly where you hit hit the uh, hammer on the nail. Uh, <laughs> is that how you say hammer. it? Nail, nail, nail on the head, guys. Nail on the head. Yeah, the, the nail, nail on the head. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. That's good to have someone who actually lives actually in, speaking in a country English. which has uh, uh, someone English that actually speaks English. Origin. No, I mean the, the the fact that they can sell the data, and I think that's where uh, the important money is going to be. The data of what people are doing online. Is it? Yeah, I think the the targeting potential of Facebook is immense, and they haven't really exactly. begun to tap that sufficiently yet. Exactly. Yeah, I think the uh, um, uh, the, the the fact that you can really target people um, using the social networks, that can be really worth a lot of money. I see companies yeah, coming into... It, okay, but if, 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 if Twitter can do this, I mean, Facebook can do this 10 times better. I mean, if I have to play poker, I would bet everything on Facebook and not one yeah, but there, single there already, time on Twitter. Yeah, but there are already companies out there who buy up uh, Facebook data, Twitter data, all sorts of different data that mix that together and yeah, that's even better. That data. Yeah, that's even better. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's smart. But it's the same, probably the same companies that start, try to rip off with, with with apps like Fiber and Angry Birds Lite and stuff like that. It's probably the same companies. I mean, this is what we want to pay for. Uh, the the only thing that that should be clear is is we should know what we give away and the value of it. I mean, my guess is that the information about my profile is about. <laughs> Like Barry said, around worth about a hundred dollars to know how to use it, just to know. That's what it says. Well, I'm 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 cheap, but I'm not that cheap, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. If you combine all that information, I, I see where the money where the money is, but the problem is um, uh, how fast are they expecting? It to be it to be in return. I mean, we're always thinking about uh, long-term strategies, and we're talking about five years. 
I mean, Facebook, does it exist five years? Yes, it does. I think it's exists seven years or something yeah. like that. It's not that old. I mean, it's... Yeah, something like that. I mean, it's not that old. If we're talking about long-term strategy, it's it's doubling its age, actually, almost. I mean, and, and it's long-term, it's five years. If you talk to a bank or whatever, and they're talking about long-term, it's going to be 30-plus years. And yeah, even then, I, I mean, if you talk to a government, it's going to be over 100 years. That's also one of the reasons why I don't think the 50 billion evaluation is realistic, because I think that's, that's a bit of an old-school an old offline business look at an online model. Uh, who knows what happens to Facebook in five years? Realistically, the chances that Facebook doesn't exist in five years or is just a minor player are fairly significant. I wouldn't say 50-50, but, you know, the Internet is all about the next big thing, and Facebook may not be part of that next big thing. I don't know. I, I, maybe may, I, I agree. I mean, I, I agree on the part that it, it can be over very quickly, but on the other end, I mean, it's, it's also... Um, it's so big right now, and so many many people are using it. It takes a while to drain it. Uh, I mean, MySpace is nearly dead. It took MySpace to die, actually, or at least to die at the rotten state it is right now, for over three, four years to do so. Yeah, well, and, the real and still, a lot of people are on MySpace. Year, and after that, it was just bleeding to death slowly. Yeah, it bleeds slowly, but that's what's going to happen to Facebook if it dies. It's going to bleed to death slowly. It's not going to be as fast. And, well, uh, the minute it starts to uh, rot away, you can make more money from it, actually. I mean, today I saw a tweet coming by that sex.com was making a million dollars in revenue just over being uh, a parking page. Well, the problem is, and, and, and I know that from, from certain... Uh, people in that business the mo- the minute you uh, put up content on those pages you'll drop out of Google for instance or something stupid like that um, and, and what what else is going to happen is that you don't make as much money from it anymore because people looking for sex are looking for free free videos and stuff most of them are not willing to pay for it sure I mean there's a lot of people that are willing to pay for it as well but most of them are looking for free stuff it's going to cost you shitloads of money for bandwidth and the minute you put in a, a, a park domain on there it's going to be only ads in there it's going to be high high paid ads as well and people are only having one thing to click upon and that's a, a click out so it's hard to transfer that in into uh, hard cash um, that's the same thing facebook's going to do when this rotten that's the same thing myspace did when it started starting to rot it's just going to put up more it's ads make, it's, are you saying it's making a million dollars yeah, uh, uh, in what period of time? A year or a month or a day or? Uh, well, don't know for sure. I, I thought it was in a month. Okay. It's not, not sure. in Google. It's not in Google. No, so it was tweet popping by. Okay, okay. Well, uh, um, we'll, we'll look it up. Um, let's go for a break, and then after break, we'll talk about some more about some other stuff which is going on. And uh, we're joined today by Barry Adams. And uh, for those who you are listening live, you can come into the chat room. The link on Twitter is not working correctly, but just go to webmasterradio.fm, click on the chat link, and you'll get it to the chat room. It's pretty busy out there, so come on, join us in the chat room after the break and listen to these commercials. State of search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. 
Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2011 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 28, 2011. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 2011 IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOfox.com. That's SEOfox.com. Rock the world with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hi there. Welcome back to the State of Search radio show. And uh, we're talking today uh, about several topics. And we're having Barry Adams as our guest, uh, who's uh, on the phone with us. And um, we're also looking at a pretty filled up chat room out there who's vividly discussing all sorts of different stuff. Before the break, we were talking about first Facebook, and then Roy brought up the subject of the parkingofsex.com, and during the break, Roy, you found out a little bit more about the kind of money which goes on parkingsex.com. Yeah, it's going, to be a, it's going to be well into the seven figures a year. That's what he actually said. So it's going to be a million a month, I guess, at least, isn't it? Seven figures, that's a million, seven figures. Oh, okay, well, that, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Seven zeros, that's not a million, that's 10 million. That, that's what I'm looking for. Okay, but, I mean, it's going to be a million, it's going to be a million based on a park domain. I mean, give me one of those domains and I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm never going to do anything again, but, I mean, and I guess we all do the same thing. You don't have to put even content up there. I mean, that's some real valuation in the real estate, isn't it? 
Go ahead, Barry. What, what's your take on that? Well, uh, like I said, it's a good retirement fund. If you can have a domain like that, that just automatically generates your ad revenue without actually having to do anything, no content or whatever. But realistically, there's maybe a handful of domains that can actually realize that. Sex.com is probably the biggest one of those, uh, seeing how West porn made the internet what it is today. So, um, yeah, nice, nice little dream to have, but I wouldn't hold my breath for it. <laughs> you could better spare up your money and buy some domains. <laughs> But the thing is, I, I'm, I'm looking at the post on TechCrunch right now, which Roy pointed out. And I spoke earlier, last year, I should say, because we're just into 2011, on a conference in Prague, which was all about domain selling and domain parking and stuff like that. And there I talked to a couple of people about the industry of domain parking. And there's a trend going on there that they're trying to get rid of just parking the domains and really trying to make a little bit of size out of it. Also because the investment money is too high to actually make uh, or, or get, make the money to pay for the site, so to speak. So if you invest, for example, sex.com, if you make a million a year, but you first have to cough up uh, 30 million, you need 13 years to actually pay that site. Okay, don't you think searches for sex searches for sex keywords isn't going to increase over the, over time yes okay but you, you'll you'll still need you, you you'll still need half the time okay so maybe yeah. it's not 13 years but it's, it's seven years i would if somebody was stupid to lend me 30 million dollars i would have bought the domain definitely <laughs> the thing is you can also sell the domain again in a couple of years for like 10 million if you do it after five years, there's a nice uh, little Yeah, you got, two, you got two million of a bonus. Yeah, but then you'll have to increase the value of the of the domain first. Well, that's you, hard. <laughs> <laughs> the, the increase is, is the, the value of the domain is going to increase right. over years. No, true. I, I, I agree. And, it, and that's how it's been working for the past couple of years. Well, a couple of years for the past decade. but Or even more, the past couple of decades. But that's what they, that those guys were saying, telling me. Those guys really are investing in those kinds of like, huge, large uh, URLs, the, the domains, and they're looking at monetizing it also in a different way to get a quicker revenue of it, so they can quick, uh, easier sell the domain, so they don't have to wait for six or seven years or five years or two years. They want, they want, they want out, they want in and out really fast, make really fast money. So that's why what they're looking at. Still, I, I I agree with you that if you have a site like that or a domain like that, just go for it. I mean, imagine <laughs> get it. not doing anything, not even putting up just ten, even a one paragraph of content on it, not even ten words. Just put in six links of advertising, and they pay you for it. Yeah. It's going to be okay. there. All There's there. a there's a little bit of calculation below the post of TechCrunch in the comments, which which is interesting. It's, it says it's not really accurate, the post, because they say, okay, 125K daily on a 1% conversion rate makes 1250 a day. Um, 1250 times $10 a month means uh, you earn 12500 a month. So in a year... You'll earn one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. 
more than I make now. Yeah, I was trying to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you haven't you haven't invested it. Yeah, <laughs> don't forget you have to invest in it first. Oh yes, that annoying little detail. Just something with interest. Okay, I'm seeing I'm seeing something else below the post of TechCrunch, which which kind of has been, I well pictures. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, beautiful women. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's been. I've been wondering why this is happening for the past. I don't know how it's with you guys it is, but for the past week or so, I've been getting like six or seven Quora followers an hour. That's no, really... not the popular, but it, <laughs> I agree, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, but what's going if, on? Why has everybody started using that all of a sudden? If you're talking about bubble, I guess Quora is a bubble thing. Yeah, <laughs> you guys using it? Uh, I've I've signed into it. I haven't used it actually, but I like it. I mean, it's 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 easy. It's understandable. Everybody could use it if they like. I mean, my dad's gonna get this. Yeah, which is Fair. always a good sign you, for a good for a website. What are we talking about, guys? I'm sorry, I was slightly distracted by something in the chat. Oh. Yeah, something in the chat. The pictures again, huh? <laughs> now I I, I have one track mind. What can I say? <laughs> We're talking about Cora, uh, the, 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 the ask a question and everybody will answer it, uh, kind of thing. No, I haven't actually tried that yet. Okay, because I've I've signed up uh, on Quora I think three four months ago. I haven't really used it, and then all of a sudden last week I've been getting. Oh, I'm I'm not kidding. Kidding. It's it's five six followers an hour which I'm getting on Quora. And like, why are all these people suddenly on Quora? What are they doing? It's, um, it's amazing how questions. Yeah, I, I, is there was there a post out on TechCrunch or whatever? Oh, something like that, I guess. But does it matter that much? <laughs> I mean, it's going to get hot and it's going to get bursty. I mean, they're using Twitter for, for twittering uh, questions and ask, answers and questions. Mm. I mean, I think that that will get you some traction. Yeah. Man, yeah, I don't know. I like the idea. I mean, it's fun. It's pretty fast. It's it's yeah. You can see it really well. I mean, Scoble is on there. Of course, he's on there. But it, it's gonna yeah. Well, it's giving you a sign, and I got some some people in there which uh, I think are well. They they tend to spend time on these networks. So I think now it's now it's valuable. I think when the horde's coming in, I mean, then the value is gonna drop a lot, in my opinion. But. Like LinkedIn, answers, for example. I mean, in, in, at first, it was a great idea letting experts answer questions. Mm -hmm. I mean, the idea sounds wonderful. Now everybody's an expert and everybody gets those stupid answers. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I've never been a big, big player on, on LinkedIn answer kind of thing, but I mean, I wouldn't be found dead over there, actually. Well, it's the Damn. same kind of thing, only it's, it's more, it's easier to use. Quora or LinkedIn. Quora, yeah. Yeah, it's easier. It's way easier. Way more easy, actually. Okay. Uh, people who are listening to it, just log in and, and see for yourself. I mean, let's if it's going to be a hype, be, be on top of the wave instead of behind it. And that's, be a smart and thing, though, please don't use find your friend kind of functions. <laughs> these things are, are cool as long as they're fairly niche and you know, like the, the online elite. It's part of yeah. it. The moment it goes mainstream, it sort of loses a lot of its appeal. Yeah, I agree. And the spammers come in and all that. Yeah, I completely agree on that. Like us. 
20 items related, related to you. Oh my god, 20 questions. Yeah, that's also followers. No, that's also followers. Oh, it's everything. Oh, yeah, it's, also, followers. it's only followers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, Jeff, what's up? The guys from the chat room are actually in there. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, it's it's interesting. I, I was just surprised on, on the amount of followers I'm getting on all of a sudden, the, 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 the sudden rise. Uh, it's like it, like everybody imported all their Twitter follower stuff and then imported it to Quora and then f- started following everybody they're following on Twitter, which is kind of useless, I think, to f- follow on both networks. Anyway, um, let's try some different uh, topics. Can I, can I just quote one more thing from the chat room? Sure. <laughs> Scoble has been pimping Quora like a $2 crack whore. That's what's said over there. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, th- that's the thing with uh, with these kind these kind of products. Once people like Scoble get behind it, you really uh, you really you're gone. Oh, you need a, an invitation to get into Quora. Just uh, merch will send a a link into the chat room, say with a picture showing that he needs an invitation to create an account. He can get one from me. Um, Let's try in uh, some different uh, kind of uh, angle. We uh, we just finished uh, 2010, so maybe it's, uh, it's a nice thing to just look back on 2010 for a little bit and see what kind of big things happened or didn't happen. Um, I wrote a post a couple of days ago about predictions on 2010. I look back on what people predicted in 2000, uh, early 2010 and late 2009 about what what will happen in 2010 and surprisingly enough actually I thought well, probably most people got most things wrong but there were a couple of people out there who actually made pretty interesting and pretty neat uh, predictions um, I, w- I was surprised to see that uh, Ren Fishkin not, not that he's not a knowledgeable man, he is very knowledgeable but he was the only one who actually uh, kind of <laughs> predicted Google Instant and uh, Barry starts coughing, so maybe he's not <laughs> agreeing on it. Sorry, no, I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut about that. But go on. <laughs> now you can you can say anything you want. No, it's uh, we've been talking about a whole lot of crap today, so you could you could spill more beans. It's, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to pass any do, rating again. <laughs> please do go into it. Now, I, I I just looked at uh, at some prediction posts people wrote, and then. The first thing you see is that people are are being very careful about what they write. They don't predict that many dangerous uh, things. They only predict like Google's going to re- remain the biggest search engine, stuff like that, which is of course pretty obvious. But th- they also made a couple of a prediction uh, predictions which were uh, which were good. And um, he says uh, more. Um, uh, well, rent. rent uh, uh, he said, for example, like a couple of others said, by the way, that Yahoo Site Explorer would go away, would have been gone, which is wrong, of course. Uh, but he also predicted uh, one sentence. He said, "I don't even have to complete my query." And well, that kind of sounds like Google Instant. But Barry, go ahead, shoot. Yeah, the thing with predictions is, if you word them vaguely enough. You can get pretty much anything through there. Uh, you know, if you, you looking back, um, I suppose with Google Suggest, there was always going to be some aspect of that that you could see instant coming. Having said that, um, I w- did not see it coming at all, and it was a big surprise to me. So, I'll uh, I'll keep my mouth shut when it comes to predictions because I suck at them. 
<laughs> oh, that's why you coughed. Yeah, right. Now I understand. You still need to eat a hat, right? <laughs> Somebody exactly. predicts in the chat room that something major will happen in 2011, while other things won't. <laughs> and there's more coming from this kind of stuff. Well, I, I agree on the part with Barry. I mean, if you stay fakely enough, uh, something eventually will yeah. happen. If, if if we start reading Nostradamus well enough, Nostradamus is going to de declare the, the decline of Google in 2012. He didn't mention the Earth. He mentioned, well, the Earth's consciousness, Google, whatever. I mean, you can you can... I mean, if if I ever look at my horoscope, I'm gonna see which which is what I'm searching for. Actually, I mean, and actually, which happens if I read my horoscope and it says, "Well, you're gonna search for this," and it's probably gonna happen. You know, you, d you don't need a horoscope; just buy an octopus. Shoot, Let's not talk about the octopus. I'm glad that fucker's dead. So that's the World Cup. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Well, the thing is, uh, when when looking back, I, I saw a couple of things where like, like, okay, that that was big, that wasn't big. Google Instant was big. What 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 do you guys think was the biggest thing we saw last year? Let's start with uh, Barry. Who, he's the guest. The biggest thing thing we saw last year. The thing was, there was a big hype about Google Instant and SEO, but it didn't actually have that much impact on how we actually do our jobs. Um, so I don't think that's the biggest thing by any stretch. Um, so what is the biggest thing? Is it the HTML5? Is it uh, WikiLeaks? HTML5 hasn't really broken through yet, and I don't think it will in 2011 either. I think uh, it will still still slowly win in, in, in share, but I don't think it will start really taking off yet. I think 2010 was one of those years where there were a lot of little things that happened. I mean, you couldn't look at Google one week to the next and see the same thing. It was all kind of different emphasis placed. And I think the shift to local is probably the single biggest thing that we've seen in Google in 2010 that will definitely have an impact in 2011 and onwards. What's your take on that, Ryan? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't, uh, the biggest thing, I don't know, Google Buzz was pretty big. The fact that it was gone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I, that nowadays. was the biggest fail, at least. Yeah, <laughs> was it? Was it Wave? Nah, I don't know. Bus, Wave. What's the word? Pretty close together. Okay, I think it's time to to hit our second break, and then uh, we'll go ahead and uh, look at some more stuff in the uh, third part. And in the break, people in the chat room chat room are going to try to actually predict what they think or uh, is going to happen in 2011 or they can just tell us what they th thought was the biggest thing in, in 2010 and we'll see if we can get some serious answers out there. So Brasco, can you take us to the commercials? State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. 
Think about it. You work so hard with your existing clients. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. We're the premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network with shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SEM Synergy. We can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month, plus the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience and our legions of loyal listeners and podcasters. What you charge in hours for service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the final part of the State of Search show, which is uh, an interesting one today. We're talking to Barry Adams, one of the State of Search bloggers, and also a Dutchman living in the Northern Ireland. And we've asked uh, the chat room to give us their predictions during the break, and we've agreed on me doing the serious part and Roy doing all the... (laughs) (laughs) Why am I not being the guy who's doing it seriously? Why? (laughs) Well, I think that's so what I you said in the chat room. You said you'd throw it on air. Yeah, but I mean, I think I have to start because uh, there's a lot more non-serious parts than there are serious parts. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let me just point out a couple of them then. Um, one serious one is Facebook's making. Well, no, I'm never shut up about that one. PageRank is going to die. Oh well, of course. It's going to be replaced with something on the fly ranking with each search query. Links as a result will be dramatically devalued. Well, it's going to be there. <laughs> You've heard it in September, I guess, only on the blog from Doc. I think he's one of the guys that serves the, at the dojo, isn't it, Barry? Yes, Doc Sheldon. He's a very clever guy, and uh, I would recommend listening to that. I think he's on to something with that prediction. Um, I think what we see on the on the search results is increasingly flexible and personalized and on-the-fly result that is different from user to user. Um, and as such, rankings really are going to be a thing of the past. If you report rankings to your clients, you're really missing the boat, I think. And we'll, we'll sort of have to focus on different metrics to, to you know, judge the success of SEO campaigns. Because search engine results pages will look different from user to user, wherever they are, and whatever the search history will be, and all kinds of other aspects to that particular query. 
I agree on that part. I mean, it, it, Gypsy said actually, um, 2011 is more. Per- Sorry, boss, I'm just going to pick one of of these as well. Um, 2011 is going to be more personalization, including of local and mobile in a social graph. And I agree on that part. This is what we're going to see. This is what Google always wanted to have, and this is what they're trying to get uh, as done as good as they can. Uh, this is something important for them, and I think I mean, if you look at the most of the predictions, it's going to be about local and personal. And of course, that that's it's it's easy. I mean, they're doing that it's already. A trend where, you know, it's yeah, a trend it's a trend already, and it's fine. I mean, it, it's fine to say that, and I, and I like it. Um, well, boss, you actually brought up another topic um, about the FCC uh, for voting on net neutrality, and I think that that part is way bigger in, in America than it is over here. But it does concern us as well because if you look at the way um, our providers are already throttling uh, kinds of services. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what stands to pick on that. I mean, we don't. We have still eleven minutes, and and I have, I'm I'm a bit. I have I'm, I don't know which side to pick on because I I agree with the part that a provider should be uh, able to to keep the quality of his network for for instance for gamers and for Skype it it should be better than for just regular downloading. I mean, I agree on that part, but it shouldn't be used for um, well, um, just shutting down torrents or stuff like that. Mm. I mean, that, that's the wrong part of it, and that's that's the danger of the whole net neutrality thing, isn't it? What? Well, yeah, um, I think Barry wanted to say something. I, I got a an, an, an angle on this, but Barry, you go ahead first. Yeah, I think uh, I'm I'm a bit on the side of Roy with this. I'm a bit in two minds when it comes to net neutrality. Like Roy said, I see the importance of of being able to throttle certain types of traffic for ISPs to be able to uh, preserve the quality of other types of traffic. But the danger is, of course, that it leads to uh, sort of a uh, taxation on certain types of traffic that people yeah, have to a censorship maybe pay, pay tax to access certain sites and, and certain services, uh, pay extra fees to the ISPs. And I don't think that's necessarily a good idea. I don't know if that's the right road to go down. No, I, I agree on that. That's the whole. I think it's it's hard because, I mean, I I yeah. If you have a if a mind that it's it's has a clear conscience, you're 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 already there. But if you're looking at a lot of YouTube, for instance, I mean, YouTube is one of the guys they're they're trying to get money from uh, most ISPs because um, YouTube is is really a bandwidth hog for a lot of ISPs and and it's going to kill their services and it's it, for people watching YouTube this is for instance why you can't watch YouTube on the trains in the Netherlands over the free Wi-Fi it just they just killed the stream only exactly. because of it, 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 the bandwidth isn't there I mean and and I I can understand that they do that and I'm fine with something being free that you kill for it because I mean I, I like it better when I can just surf around the internet slowly, but uh, I can at least surf. And then uh, some kid over there is watching YouTube for movies of a stupid cat doing something re- stupid in the bath, bath sink or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to, to things like YouTube and sites that consume a lot of bandwidth, I think the ISPs have a fair point in that they are saying that sites like YouTube are profiting from the net neutrality that is currently in place. And asking YouTube to pay a fee to ISPs, I don't think that's particularly far-fetched. The problem is when you, when you unleash a capitalist market model on, on the Internet and bandwidth, things can get nasty very quickly. So I think uh, t- transparency is probably the key 
to figuring out net neutrality that people can make informed choices and know what they sign up for when they sign up to an ISP. Yeah, true. Uh, the thing is, and uh, the video is, is very, very important on this matter. It's not, it's, this, this has a mobile background. It's about watching mobile stuff, video stuff on, on a mobile. And I don't know if you remember, but Google and Verizon have a deal and they were doing a proposal about net neutrality a couple of months ago. And this FCC ruling is almost a copy of what they then uh, well um, suggested. So there's something more going on than just the fact that they're trying to regulate net neutrality, which in basis I think is probably a good thing because we have got that many big companies who can otherwise just do whatever they want. But the danger, of course, is that where does it end and where does it start, for example? Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I think we agree on this whole part. And it, I mean, there something must be done, but, but, but anything you do is not going to be the right thing, I, I guess. Yeah, okay. I think the, the, the key is to finding the least harmful solution. And that's yeah. probably the, the difficult one. Yeah, um, I think there's two um, predictions in, in, in the notes as well that are actually kind of um, worth mentioning. Uh, Google and affiliates, what, what's your take on that, Barry? I mean, I know how it's... Yeah, I think affiliates will probably be hit harder and harder by Google because Google tends to have a preference and, and a, a growing preference for original content, original sites, and tends to frown a bit on the affiliate business model. So yeah, I do think that it probably has some, some truth in it that we can see affiliate sites suffering in the future um, and being devalued by Google with whatever algorithmic tweaks they were going to make, which will make life very hard for affiliate sites, but also as an added effect, that will mean that businesses that will rely on affiliates to bring in a lot of new customers will also be suffering and will have to find other ways to market their own content. I agree. What about um, a site like Booking, for instance? I mean... They're just an affiliate for a lot of hotels at once. I mean, is is if you're looking at it really, really, really careful. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm I just taking out the really black and white stance over here, of course. But I mean, where yeah. where does it end for something being an affiliate? Uh, I, I know uh, Google, for instance, tried to look upon a checkout, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think you have to make a distinction that even though Booking.com is technically an affiliate site, I think they try to position themselves more as a comparison site. And I think affiliates will probably have to go down that route to show some added value beyond just having affiliate links and affiliate programs on it. That yeah, they have I'm to gonna, show some I'm added gonna, value for the actual end user before they can, uh, you know, really capitalize on, on uh, that it, sort of... It, I agree. Isn't Google a comparison site as well? <laughs> yes, it is, exactly. So it would be very so, harmful. Uh, booking, booking and Google are competing against each other. Who will prevent Google from blocking booking? in its engine. Well, they won't. That's the thing. Nobody. Um, no, I, I agree. And, and they have this good rights. They good right for it. I mean, it's their business, so they, they should, <laughs> they declare what's on it. That, that's, you hit on a good point there because that's part of the, the uh, EU antitrust investigation into Google right now that their own businesses, their own features are basically driving sites like Booking.com out of business. So yeah, I, I agree. That, I mean, that, and I don't know if it's it, I don't know if it's a bad sign. I mean, from Google's standpoint, I can certainly understand why they do it. Um, on the other hand, I mean, uh, the importance that Google has gotten over time uh, sh should, um, well, at least bring 
something in there that that it's not only commercial driven. But okay, well, that's that's something. I think that's the the big difference between Europe and the US, I guess. No, the problem is Google is now a publicly traded company. They have a legal obligation to make as much profit as possible. Yeah, which means capitalizing on their their the almost monopoly status and creating all these new features and functionality that drive smaller sites out of business. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is what they they're obliged to do by law now, and I agree on that. I mean, it's it's hard for them to not do that, um, and just yeah, you have to start and money. Uh, how do we feel about the Google affiliate network? In talking about Google kicking out affiliates and running their own network as well, how do we feel about that? You're asking the chat room now. Just one minute before the show ends. <laughs> Ah, uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, well. no, Good topic okay. for next week, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Barry, are you back on next week? <laughs> uh, I can try to be here if you want me to. Yeah, well, I like it. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, okay, Most we'll get stuff. Barry on back next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll just continue the whole Google and affiliate kind of thing. I mean, it's an interesting part, and, and maybe you should write a little bit about uh, the state of search.com blog as well, about oh, the whole nice affiliate thing, because I think that's a hot topic, actually. I mean, it's hurting a lot of people right now, and and it's it's hard. It is. Okay, well, we'll do that, and maybe Roy can even write a guest post on it if he wants. Uh, But we're going to go back to the regular programming on Webmaster Radio now. Um, Thank you, Barry, for joining us. We'll see you next week. And you can find Barry on Twitter with his Twitter handle, uh, BAdams, so Adams all uh, after the word Twitter and if you are listening to this in a uh, podcast format please listen to us live one day and you can join us in the chat room which uh, has been very very crowded today and very entertaining today so thank you guys for that and helpful also Um, uh, you can uh, join us live every Tuesday night 8pm in Holland 7pm in the UK 2pm on the East Coast 11am on the West Coast thank you again also Roy and thank you Brasco and good luck tonight Brasco and we'll see you all next week bye bye